heart about a certain subject or topic or just have a question in general, please send an email to the call of men show at gmail.com. Right? And I'll get it as I am the only one checking it. No, but uh, also on uh, Facebook, the call of men. Check out there. You can uh, send questions or post comments, whatever you would like to do. Uh, I have to get better at putting content out there. Working on that. I am not a tech guru, so some of this has been really challenging for me. So, with that said, if there's anybody out there that uh, enjoys the show and likes the show and has any ideas or is available to help with growing the show uh, I would greatly appreciate it Uh, I've been praying for it that if God wants me to take this show to the next level to reach more people because of what he has put on my heart and the things that I believe I am saying are truly in the spirit of Jesus Christ and you believe so too I would greatly appreciate your help so again shoot me an email at the call of men show at gmail.com uh, I want to grow it. I want to be able to have guests on. I want to be able to figure out and to give you the best uh, thoughts and wisdom out there of great Christian men that I know that have, God has placed in my life, and I would love to share their wisdom with you. So with all that said, I guess I'm looking for a producer <laughs> other than just me. Uh, but so send me a Email at the call of men show at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Ideas, suggestions, help. Uh, just want to grow the show and glorify God by doing so. He has been fortunate enough to put this on my heart and give me this platform. But it's now time to take it to a next level to truly benefit Christian men for them to answer the call of men and for us to start being who we are that is my vision for this show is that i can help strengthen you by what god is putting on my heart and leading you to be stronger and better christian men so that we can change the face of our country our homes our country our counties everything we're involved in that we can change it to glorify the kingdom of heaven so With that being said, uh, last show we talked about action and how we need to move into action and speak out against this world and what Satan is doing, right? We have to be the men that God created us to be, and that means speaking up no matter what it costs us and not fearing that. So with that, the next thing that would lead into uh, if we're stepping up, if we are truly taking action in God's word, the next thing that's going to be coming up for us is suffering, right? And, you know, we always we always hear certain words we hear a lot of times that we think we know. And we understand, you know, suffering is one of them. You know, what is suffering? How do we look at suffering? What is God's plan through suffering? 
What are the benefits of suffering? And who is the suffering for? So Webster says that suffering is to sustain loss, injury, harm, or punishment. Anything that causes pain or distress. Right, if we go and look at First Peter two thirteen and fourteen, and First Peter two seventeen and eighteen, I'll let you go look at those. Uh, those are just some verses uh, that came to mind uh, when putting the show together. How do we look at suffering as Christians? Because we know if we take action and step out in God and our faith in God that we are going to suffer. We're going to suffer probably loss of friends, maybe loss of family and that they don't want anything to do with us because they don't believe in our beliefs. Uh, we're going to lose our jobs. We're going to lose a lot of things, right? Which produces suffering, anything that causes pain or distress, Right. I think that we have to change our perspective on suffering. You know, we understand that it's painful and unpleasant, but through our action in following Jesus Christ and dying to ourselves and picking up our cross daily, there should be some hope in that. And that comes with a change of perspective and understanding that Jesus suffered in his 33 years on this earth. He suffered, right? He suffered pain. He suffered discomfort. He, just, he suffered hurt, loss. All the things that we can feel and that we, that, our, that he, give us, he gave us the emotions to feel and understand. Well, like I said, our warning lights is something we need to take to God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? That those are the warning lights. Our feelings are warning lights. Our emotions are warning lights for us to give it back to God, to come to God with. And when we start taking action in standing up and doing those things, then we're going to go through the suffering of the consequences that the world doesn't agree with our truth of our Christianity and that is that Jesus Christ died for the sins of all mankind on the cross he rose on the third day and he is now sitting at the right hand of God you know and we ask ourselves what what is God's plan through suffering you know we know as much as we don't want to hear it as much as we don't want to agree with it but it is the best growth that we could ever have or experience in our lives come through suffering pain uncomfortability i don't even know if that's a word but that's that's what it is right we know and and i guess one of the easiest ways is working out i think that's one common factor that at some point in every man's life, we have tried to do, that we have tried to 
look better, to strengthen our bodies, right? Through working out, playing sports, whatever it is, right? We've always tried to better ourselves. And and, and in that, just like in our life and in our path to follow Jesus Christ, we're going to suffer, you know? You're gonna go out there and you're gonna you're gonna deadlift, you know, five hundred pounds, right? What's gonna be sore? Your hamstrings and your butt. Right? Maybe your lower back. If you know, some things are gonna be sore, you're gonna suffer some discomfort and pain. But guess what? After a time of doing that five hundred pounds, the next thing you know, you're doing six hundred and so on and so forth. So our biggest growth in taking action for Jesus is going to come through suffering. And that's where going back to contentment is that in that pain and in that suffering, we have to be content. We are no better than our teacher who is Jesus Christ. We are no better than him. And there is nothing that he experienced that we shouldn't expect to experience in our life. And we have to be content with that. And we have to be okay in the suffering and in the pain. Why? Because our hope is not in this world. Yes, we hope to see some change. We hope, I hope, it is my prayer that because I feel that God has put this on my heart, that this show will impact other men and lead us more into action, that we build something for the kingdom of heaven through God's will through this show and that we all can come together and start making an impact on changing the world and leading it more back to God instead of closer to Satan, right? And in suffering through this, I have to, I could potentially suffer the consequences of the evils of my past coming back to haunt me. You know, like I said before on this show, I've been a liar, I've been a thief, I've been an adulterer, I've been a porn addict, I've been an alcohol addict, I've been an abuser. Anything you can name, I have been it. Right? A hypocrite. All of the stuff that we can be called, but my faith is in God that no matter what my past was, that this is what he's called me to right now. And anybody who brings up any of that stuff from my past, God will take care of it. Right? That God will provide me what I need now. I'm not worried about my past. I know what I was. But what I know now is that I am saved and I'm forgiven. And it's not my righteousness that people see. It is the righteousness of Christ that I want to want them to see in me. Man, I'm trying to talk too fast. Right? So, men, we can't work. We have to suffer through the rehashing of our past by people who only want to diminish God's power. And the reason they want to bring up the past is so we can suffer and quit our mission that has been given to us by Jesus Christ, which is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. And when we suffer through the rehashing of our past, it's okay. We realize that, you know, yeah, you're right. I was that. Yep, I was that adulterer. I was that 
hypocrite. I was that thief. I was that. That's what I was. You, you see the pattern there was. Now, do I have to suffer through the embarrassment of admitting that again? I mean, yeah, me and Christ have talked. Me and God have talked. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have all had that conversation with the Spirit realizing that what we are or what we were. And then when humans bring it up, we have to suffer through that. But through that, we become to terms with the truth that, yeah, you're right. I'm all those things. But so are you. And so is every human on this earth. But at that moment, it is our suffering of reliving it. But when we take full belief and grasp in Jesus Christ, the suffering grows us. The suffering brings truth about our life that brings glory to Christ because we realize we're no more that. We're not that anymore. You know, and that's some of the benefits that we refocus our hearts and minds and intention to be more like Jesus, to change our thoughts and our perspectives of that is not who I am. This is who I am. I am a follower of Christ. I am all those things that someone may say that I am. I will not lie about it. I will not deny it because that is who I was. But who I am right now is a follower of Jesus Christ. I am an heir to the throne of heaven with Jesus Christ. And no matter what you say or no matter what I've done, I am forgiven by the only one who can forgive the sins of my past, and that is Jesus Christ. I'm not worried about what you think because, look, I want to be a great representative of Jesus Christ on this earth, and that's more important. Look, does it hurt me that that's all you can focus on? But through the suffering and through my embarrassment, and how I handle that with the grace and confidence that I am forgiven and that I, that I am a follower of Christ and I suffer through putting all that back out there, then, hey, hopefully that will change your perspective of me. It may, it may not. That's your choice. And that's the freedom that our God gives us. I think the main thing when I talk about changing perspective on this is we have to focus on why are we going through this? And I think the suffering that we go through is not necessarily for us. It is a byproduct of our growth because we have to deal with those moments of suffering and pain and loss and all of that, and we will grow out of it, our faith being the center point to help us get through all of that. But when we're going through the worst of it, when we're going through the suffering part, I think it's very important, as I believe Christ would do, was, I mean, he knew, I mean, he knew what he was going to the cross for, for us, the sinners, the enemies of God. He was going to the cross to die for those people. So in our suffering, 
and our pain and our embarrassment and our suffering. Boy, I've said that word a lot, but man, it's right there. It's for someone else, right? Going through a time of suffering, we can we can focus on us or we can to choose to do as Jesus did and focus on others. You know, we can get angry. We can get to be in a place of despair, depression, all of that stuff, you know, but we have to refocus and look that, Hey, if we're being entrusted with this, no matter how horrible it seems that if we're being trusted by God, to carry this cross or to carry this burden. Uh, he trusts us and loves us enough to give it to us. And, and I think that's where the mindset has to change is that we have to look at suffering, not on as a, it's a, it's a badge of honor, Right. If God chooses to place that on us, that means we were chosen because we were strong in our faith and we were strong in our love for Jesus Christ. And the spirit is strong in us and is working through us. Um, you know, I have, have a gentleman at church, uh, his name's Trent, and I, I don't know his whole story. Uh, I know I love the guy. He's always got a smile on his face. He's always happy, uh, you know, and he's an inspiration to me because he went through some difficulty that caused his brain to uh, not work like it like it should. Uh, like I said, I don't I don't know the details. I just know talking to him. He's an amazing man of God. His faith is strong, and you know, like we were talking, I said him and Stella my daughter who, who who battled cancer I was talking to him about him and her and how amazing it is that God gave them that blessing that God trusted them enough to handle the thing that he needed them to handle to be the inspiration that they were going to be for others it's not fun. I know. And he told me, he said, you know, it's not fun. I said, no, I know it's not. But when we trust and believe in Christ, yeah, there's going to be great things that happen in our life because of it, because that's who God is. That's who he wants us to have a life of abundance, you know, and, and I see it in Trent's face that him making somebody smile or saying hi, some, hi to somebody, meeting somebody new, whatever, that is his joy. Right. Even though he's suffering through not next week, he might not even remember who they are, but that moment he does. And in that moment, he brings joy and happiness and a smile to those other people's faces. And that's where he finds his joy and his suffering. Right. Just like with Stella, I told her she she handled the battle with cancer like a champ. It was COVID. She didn't have friends. She didn't make a lot of friends there, right? Because she couldn't be around either this, that, or other. So she was isolated a lot of the time. 
But when she could, and she could get out there, she was singing on the children's, uh, you know, the Ryan Seacrest um, TV station they had downstairs for the kids at the hospital. She was spreading the gospel of Jesus. She was singing, let me tell you about my Jesus, Sunday sermons. You know, she was there. She was smiling. And she made the best of the worst. Just like Trent. He made the best of the worst. He used it for to inspire and help grow others, just like I know Stella did. So those are my big examples that I see and that I understand that we are going through a time of suffering. In order to make the suffering better, just like Jesus did, was to turn our eye from us to someone else. Because the suffering that we're going through is always for somebody else's benefit and their growth and their pathway to where Christ wants him to be so he can change their heart and bring him closer to or bring them into the family of God, into the family of heaven. You know, and so let's, as men, you know, We have to be that example. We have to, like Trent, just make up our minds that, yeah, this sucks. This is going to suck. It's going to be ugly. But I believe in the power of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that even if this does end my life here on this earth, but I will be with Jesus, so I take comfort in that. So now, how can I use this suffering time in my life to benefit others, to inspire others, to bring others to Christ through showing them my faithfulness to him in one of the hardest times of my life to have peace with that? And that, for the love of men, we must have for one another. Non-believers especially. We must want them to know the peace and comfort that Jesus does bring in the worst of times. In the deepest times of suffering that we bring this peace, comfort, and love to their spirit. To let their spirit rejoice in the fact that they will meet their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But in the process and on the pathway to that meeting. That I am going to bless. Use this gift that God has placed on me. To grow other people. To inspire other people. That in this time of my suffering, I am going to use it just like Jesus did on the cross to benefit and grow and lead others to Jesus Christ. So, men, you know, we have to be ready to give more hope to the world. Um, you know, God is using us each and every day. 
in every situation to glorify his name. And sometimes that's going to be through suffering. Like I said, when we start taking action and we start speaking out against the evil that's in this world, there's a lot of things that we're going to have to suffer through. From our past to our present to anything you could probably imagine. But we have to use that as a gift from God to benefit others because that is what we're here to do to benefit others is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we must continue to step out, be bold, be brave and be ready. No matter what God puts on us to glorify him in everything. Um, the action step is to this week is to be in your Bible. Let it change your heart. Let it change your mind or let it change your mind so your mind can change your heart as to what suffering is supposed to look like. All through the New Testament, especially Paul, he tells us that to live, to die for Christ is gain, right? So if through my suffering, I can bring more people to Christ, then that is a win. I know in our selfish, self-centered, what can God do for me thought process, that is not how it works. But when we truly embrace and develop a heart like Jesus Christ and we are truly living in that spirit that he has placed inside of us, then that will be our focus, that we can be happy. And I'm not talking continuous, continually happy in the worst, we're going to have moments where depression sinks in, depression, over weakness, fear, right? Why, 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 why? But like I told Stella, you know, God puts his toughest task on his strongest warriors. So we have to understand that through our suffering and through whatever we're going through, that it is a blessing from God that he believed in us enough to trust us with what he's got on us in our suffering to bring hope and inspire others so just remember that man this week when you go out that no matter how bad you feel or what is going on in your world that what you're suffering through men remember Change your mind, change your perspective to that of Jesus and focus on who this is going to help. And who this is going to help is how you deal with it and how you grow through it and how you place more trust in Jesus Christ. So men, just be the hope that God has created you to be no matter what situation you're in, no matter what period or time frame of suffering that you are in, remember God put it on you because he trusts you to handle it and trust you and your love for him enough to show the world who he is through your determination to glorify him in the worst of times. And as you do what you do this week, men, remember 
to always answer the call of men.